Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. Final hour of the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. As I've said, yes, we need to take this seriously. We need to stay home. But I'm going to do everything I can to also keep it positive because I think positivity will help us through this more than negativity. But yes, like I said, a lot of people going through some tough times. Not only with COVID-19, this coronavirus that is spreading quickly, but also people who are emotionally, financially going through this, we want to talk to you. How have you adapted to working from home? And those of you who have been laid off, who have been let go, uh, how did it happen? Did the company throw out some guidelines for once we get back to normal, here's what you do, we'll give you a call. Uh, I'm very interested in that as well. Also, a shout out to any doctors or nurses. And it's Friday. Tell me a local place doing takeout delivery, maybe a fish fry that's still on. Um, give them a shout out as well, 803 Let's get right to the calls, because I promised I would. We'll go to Newstead, talk to Tom. Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning. You know, that bump music, I'm going to be humming that forever. I can't get it out of my head. I'll tell you, Tom, you know, with everything going on, it's nice to still have a good Friday song. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, 
what what I wanted to call, I'll give credit to my wife. She saw this on Facebook and two sources, Mike Huckabee's, uh, whatever you want to call it, Facebook page had it. This hand sanitizer, if you remember when he rolled that out with the little curtain like a game show, and, uh, you know, it was all behind the curtain, and he said it was a Sapia product, and they were going to put the price gougers and Amazon out of business. Well, it turns out when he said producing, it turns out all they're doing is buying it from some unknown supplier, not in bulk, but in consumer packages, dumping it out and putting it in new bottles with his label on it. So now we're filling a landfill with perfectly good bottles. And what's that all about? And I can't wait for that to be on the national news. Well, Tom, that's something we'll definitely have to look into. Look it up. Mike Huckabee's got it and somebody else. Uh, What a scam. You know, I, like you, was beginning to respect him. Eh, Didn't take long. He's, He's back at it. And I was encouraged when he said he didn't have enough money to fill our uh, budget gap that the delegation in New York and Schumer and Gillibrand basically told him what, what to do. They told him off and said, get, get away. But, uh, yeah, he's something else. That trucker, I tell you, my hat's off. I did it for 48 years. Started at 18. I'm retired now, but I keep my license. And if I was needed, I'd go back now, even though my wife says I'm an old guy. And I got all kinds of risk factors. But I can still drive, and if I was needed, I would do it. Well, Tom, enjoy retirement and stay home, stay safe, okay? Yes, I will. And also, the dashboard driving, the da- oh, the dashboard dining that we called it with roller dogs from Speedway and Love's Truck Stop, <laughs> uh, that was a common thing. You don't have time to stop. You grab something and go. Yeah, for sure, for sure, Tom. Thanks for the call. Yep. Hey, you agreed with my wife. She uh, snapped her fingers. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Tom and Newstead. Have a good weekend, man. Opens the line for you at 803-0930. Let's go to Clarence and talk to Ann. Ann, good morning. Hi, Joe. I heard you say that you didn't think that Coco and the rest of them were making this uh, political. For the most part, no. Well, I have to disagree with you. Okay. Cuomo is coming across to me like he's actually making a bid for the presidency. He's not calling Trump out personally now, but he's criticizing criticizing the federal government and what he would have done better and that they're not doing it. And now he's blaming them, I heard him yesterday, for him not being able to balance the budget. Well, why did he think of that when he voted himself a nice, hefty raise? Well, and and uh, let let me let me uh, interject with this: he's doing an awful job if he wants to run against President Trump because he keeps praising the president and the vice president. It's going to be very difficult to run against those sound bites in five months. I haven't heard him praise him at all. All I've heard he's not mentioned to give by name. But he's he's criticizing the federal government. No, he and he may he may be uh, on the stimulus bill. He not only criticized the federal government, criticized his own Democrat Congress people, uh, who he said should have fought for more. But he has said, I talked with the president and the vice president. I thank them for whatever it is he's thanking them for those days. I think if he's making a bid for the presidency, I think it would be more for 2024. Because there's too many sound clips the Trump campaign can use that really would make his attacks kind of kind of 
it would negate his uh, his attacks. I don't disagree that Andrew Cuomo wants to be president, and I guarantee he'll run. He's not going to run in 2020. I'm not so sure about that. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. And, and, and I mean, it's not that like Joe Biden's the best candidate. I just don't think with all. And, and again, I said he's not being political for the most part. Um, but I think it would be difficult for him to throw his hat in now with all of this going on. Well, whether that's true or not, I still think that he's making this whole thing uh, political. You know, never let a great cause be wasted. And that to me, that's exactly what he's doing. Well, and that's why we have the phone lines open for everyone's opinion. And I thank you so much for listening and calling. It is Ellie, by the way. Oh, Ellie, I'm sorry. Well, you have a great weekend, okay? <laughs> you too. Thank you. Stay safe. We will take your calls when we come back. I'm a minute late for a break. I have not hit one on time yet. We will hit this one. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday. Your calls after this. It's Joe Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN, the Friday show. Remember, at 1130, the governor will be addressing the state. We will carry that live here on WBEN. And at noon, Rush Limbaugh out again. No, we did not. We are not preempting him. He is not on the air tonight, today. So David Bellavia will be joining us 12 to 3, taking your calls here on WBEN live and local. We've got you covered. Let's go back to Clarence and talk to Chuck. Chuck, good morning. Hey, Joe. I wanted to um, continue your conversation. You were talking about CNN. Okay. I, I heard a couple of days ago, I couldn't believe it, that they were not carrying the evening press conference uh, with Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci and the president and anybody else that he puts in that panel. Probably the most informative thing. Kind of a fireside chat going way back to FDR. Um, with pertinent information from and important information, um, you know, from the horse's mouth. And I heard they weren't carrying that, and I couldn't believe that. I thought That's, that can't be true. So last night, just last night, about 10 minutes into the press conference, I turned on CNN to see Wolf Blitzer sitting there interviewing someone. Yep. And that's exactly what they were doing last night. They don't even trust their audience to disseminate this information, to receive this information without them taking it and slicing it and dicing it and, doing, and, and basically putting out propaganda based on it. That's unconscionable. That really is unconscionable. They, they very rarely will carry a press conference of his live. And you know what? I've noticed the networks are doing the same thing. They are backing out of these press conferences to go to their nightly news. And um, then you'll see clips of it in the nightly news, again, taken out of context or doing nothing but criticizing the president. And, and, you know, the funny thing is, it's the same people who would get mad at you if you criticized a Democrat president. You know, they want, it, they want everyone to unite and come together unless Trump, uh, Donald Trump's the president. Well, then they don't want any of that. Well, this is, this is not an ordinary press conference. This is not an ordinary times. This is the most critical time maybe in American history in 100 years. And for them to preempt it with anything but the president. And he's got a new thing now where he comes out and he does this, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and then he leaves. I love it. And, and what you have there is Deborah Burks, who's fantastic, 
and, and, and Fauci, and the two of them, the work that they're doing behind the scenes, everyone needs to know because, you know, every evening I come back saying, well, you know what, we're making progress. And there is a lot of hope just based on these folks that are, that are on, the, on, their, on his team. And for people not to, to really feel that and, 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 you know, when they turn off the television and say, you know what, there is, there's people out there working for us. It's not so hopeless at all. I think it's unbelievable that they're doing that. I agree, Chuck. And, and you know what? I, I do like what, what uh, the president's doing. He's going out there, taking about two questions, and then walking away. Whoever got in his ear and suggested that, hats off to them. You're right. Thanks, for Hey, thank you, Chuck. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. That's Chuck and Clarence. Yeah, you know, the first few ones of these uh, evening press conferences the president was doing, uh, he would go out there, and then he would take like an hour of questions before Anthony Fauci or Deborah Burks even got to speak. And I applaud whoever from his staff said, Mr. President, go out there, answer a question or two, and then don't just stand around, literally walk away and let the doctors and the vice president, the members of the task force, have the press conference because that's what people are after. Now, if that same advisor I'm questioning if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. If the same advisor could get in his ear and tell him not to go on Sean Hannity's television show as much, because I don't, and tell me if I'm wrong, I don't remember the last time the president went on Hannity's television show and anything positive came from that interview. You know, do your press conference, answer a few questions, walk away. The Fox News virtual town hall, that was great. That was awesome. He had Deborah Burks there. He had the vice president there. He had the Surgeon General there. That was great. Why? Where was the necessity for him to call in to Hannity's television show last night? Again, I say this all the time. I support the president. I do. I was at his inauguration. Sometimes I question why and when he says or does things. Again, he, everyone's jumping on him for being hopeful about coming back, the, the economy opening back up in East, on Easter. I'm fine with him being hopeful. I still believe that he will not do anything until the professionals he has surrounded himself with in the medical field tell him it's okay to do so. To, to do so, I'm sorry. But I don't understand. And I'm fine with him being hopeful. I'm fine with him not putting fear in the American public. I'm fine with that. I don't understand the two hours of answering questions. I don't understand a lot of the tweets. And I don't understand his appearances all the time on Hannity's television show. Again, nothing positive ever comes from it. I don't know. I mean, if he wants to go on Hannity's radio show, that'd be great. You could hear it here at 7 o'clock. But I don't understand... The, um, the impromptu appearances on his television show. That's all I wanted to say. All right, let's get back to the calls. Go to West Seneca, talk to Nancy. Nancy, good morning. Hi, Mr. Beamer. How are you? Nancy, I'm doing well. What do you got for us? A couple of things that I wanted to address that you had brought up. Um, you said that you wish that people wouldn't politicize the issue that we're facing right now. However, when the government is involved in anything, it automatically becomes political. And you had said not to address the um, 
politicization, if that's even a word, I don't even know, don't hold me to it, um, of this issue until after the fact. And then we can go after the people who supposedly, allegedly did what they did or didn't do. But I really don't agree with that because, like I said, everything that the government gets involved with automatically becomes political. And if we don't remain vigilant right now with our politicians and the policies that they're passing, I mean, look at the stimulus bill. You saw the pork that they tried to include in that bill. And if we don't remain vigilant and politicize this, when this is all over, we may find ourselves a completely different country with completely different values and a lot of our rights may be stripped away. But Nancy, Nancy, you know what? You make a great point. Let me rephrase what I said. Maybe I said it wrong because in that example that you're saying, I think the politicians were politicizing it by trying to get a little extra money for themselves. I have no problem with that being called out. You're, you're absolutely right. I'm just saying I hope the politics of the situation or, as you say, the politicization of it doesn't overtake our focus on the real problem here. And, and unfortunately, I think it's going to because that's just the way politicians are. Politicians are politics. And I think that we as the United States um, citizenship, I think that we should not lose heart, but we should remain vigilant as well. The other thing I wanted to address was I kind of liked your idea about you know, people who, I don't know if it was your idea or, or a, a callers or a listeners, um, you know, refusing your stimulus check if you are well off. However, I wouldn't refuse the check because we are taxpayers and we actually are the ones who made that money originally. So they're just giving us our money back. But if you'd like to take the check, cash it and then give it to somebody else in need, don't let the government keep your stimulus check. They keep enough of our money as it is with our taxes. So, Nancy, great point. I think a caller said to refuse it, but I said, yeah, if you know somebody who is in need, who lost their job or that 1200 would really change their lives. And for you, it might be a drop in the bucket for sure. Take that check and, you know, give it to the, uh, to a, a charity or a person in need. You got it, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Nancy, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. That's Nancy in West Seneca opens up a line for you, but at 1029, we are going to throw it over to Tom Puckett. And then once the governor starts, You will hear him live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.